0: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour one on this Wednesday. Welcome to the program. Gangs all here, ready to go. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Paulie's about 20 feet away from me. Fritzy's an hour away. Seton's an hour away, and McLovin's an hour and a half away. But we're giving you the feeling that we're right there in your car, or in your home, and thank you for letting us be part of your life. 877-3DP show, email address, dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dp show. You can watch on youtube.com slash the Patrick show as thousands of you have been and listen on our Fox Sports Radio lineup. 362 radio affiliates around the country. With the law in sports, the media is hitting us up with new lists every day. And you know, I love a good list. These are usually reserved for late July when everybody's on vacation and you're just trying to fill up some space. But with nothing going on, everybody's ranking players, teams, uniforms. Anything that can be ranked is being ranked. I'm not a fan of the list because they're so subjective. Actually, they drive me crazy. (laughs) No list has ever changed anybody's mind on anything. It just hasn't you too often end up denigrating a great player's career unnecessarily because you'll say, well, such-and-such shouldn't be ranked that high, or he should be in there instead of that guy. ESPN's getting a lot of attention. They have their list of the 74 greatest players in NBA history, this being the 74th year of the NBA. I'm not sure how they rank the players. I don't know what the criteria was. How do you rank the Greek freak? And LeBron against guys who have been retired for decades. The different eras, the different rules, the different styles. There's nothing going on now. I realize that. So I begrudgingly open the show with this list. And I am fortunate. I've said this before. Probably you're uh, nauseous from hearing it so often. I got to see everybody play. I got to see everybody but Bill Russell. Everybody else. I was able to see in person. Will Chamberlain saw him in person. Uh, Oscar Robertson saw him in person. I, and that's where it's difficult. I don't know. People will, will say, boy, at Oscar Robertson, he averaged a triple-double. That's all people know about Oscar Robertson. If he didn't average a triple-double, people wouldn't mention him in the top 10. Now, Oscar had the numbers. Oscar was a dominating force. People don't know anything other than... How many people saw Oscar play with the Royals? Not many. Because I went to the games, and no one was there. I was there when they had Bob Cousy. He goes to Milwaukee, and he plays with Luau Sindor. And, and, you know, Luau Sindor Kareem was so dominant back then. They won the NBA title. That's the only title that Oscar has. But we look at Oscar, and not to just single him out, it's just we're not quite sure what to make of these guys who played in a different time, a different era, different style. Wilt Chamberlain is the most dominating player of all time. Oh, but he didn't win. If Wilt had six titles, would Wilt be the greatest player of all time? He led the league in assist, rebound, scoring, field goal percentage. Whatever you said, you, you know, they should have said Wilt. You, you can't win championships. Then maybe he would have done it because individually he did everything. Oh, you're just a scorer. He said, all right, I'll be a defensive player. I'm going to lead the league in assists. When the Lakers were so great when they won 33 in a row, he was a defensive-minded player and a rebounder. That's what he did. He wanted to prove, I, don't, I can score 50. I don't have to score 50. Uh, Jerry West, who I dearly love, Jerry could play in today's game. So when you're trying to figure out, and I know it's supposed to be for entertainment purposes, I I unfortunately take it personally because I think when people vote on these, they go, uh, uh, yeah, uh, Dirk Nowitzki, yeah, he's better than Bob Pettit. Okay, I don't even know how to argue that. I'll tell you who got shortchanged on this list is Isaiah Thomas. Like, it's open season on Isaiah Thomas. You may not like him. Not an easy guy to like. And there's a lot that goes along with Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas is one of the top 20 players of all time. All right? He just, he is. You may not like it. You may say Steve Nash was better or John Stockton. He was, he wanted Indiana, and he went in with the bad boys, and they were a dominating force there. Isaiah Thomas is under, I, I think he's like 31st best player, according to these rankings. 32nd, something like that? Okay. You know, the top 10's got Shaq at number 10. Tim Duncan, uh, 8. Larry Bird, 7. Uh, Wilt is 6. Magic is 5. Kareem, 3. LeBron, 2. And uh, Michael is number one on the list. All right. You... You start ranking these players and, and it always gets back to that guy's not as good as that guy. We don't celebrate this. It's rare when we do. What you do is you eventually denigrate a player and his career. Tim Duncan was a wonderful player. If Tim Duncan doesn't have his, what, five titles? Is Tim Duncan in there? The Winning is the great elixir here. That's the great band-aid. Man, when you win... You know, Jerry West won one title. We don't give him credit for what, nine appearances in an NBA finals? Oh, he couldn't win the big one. Oh, Mr. Clutch couldn't win the big one. Okay. I mean, I can't argue with it. He didn't he couldn't beat the Boston Celtics. All right. You could. No one else did. But you know, we hold that against him. How many championships do you have? Because Bill Russell is the greatest team winner. He's not the greatest player. Bill Russell wasn't a great player. He was a great team player. He was a wonderful defensive player, wonderful rebounder. He was athletic, and and he understood the game, and he did what they needed him to do. But he won hey, He won 11 title. Well, if he won 11, then he's the greatest player of all time, isn't he? Michael won six. Yeah, but Michael was, uh, he did it with Flair. He was there. You know, Bill Russell played with the Hall of Famers and the Celtics. To, okay, wait, I don't know. What are the rules here? He won eleven titles. He won an Olympic medal. He won in college a national championship in San Francisco. I don't know what makes you the greatest of all time, and who's voting on this? And did everybody? That's where somebody should say, "These are the people. These are the players that I saw. That's all. Just like just give me perspective on it." And I'm not saying I should be involved in these lists. But you should have guys like Bob Ryan or Jack McCallum or you know, guys who were around the league for a long time. Peter Vesey. Those are the guys who saw everybody. And, and maybe you can make this, you have to make it generational to be fair to the player. Because if I look at Wilt and Bill Russell, and I could put Walt Bellamy or you know whoever else big men you want to put in there, Bob Lanier... And then I'm going to move it into the new generation, where it was Lou Alcindor when he came in. We had not seen anything like Lou Alcindor when he came in. And to me, he he could play now. He could have played in the 50s. I mean, his game would have translated. But I I just I want to know how many players you got to see. To be fair, and look, I think Bill Walton is overrated as an NBA player. He's one of my favorite people. He he got injured. I mean he he was wonderful that one year, year and a half with Portland. I mean it was if Grant Hill doesn't get hurt, Grant Hill might be a top 15 player. And you're trying to go Pete Maravich, you know I love Pete Maravich. Pete wasn't a great NBA player. He 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 was a wonderful scorer and he had flair. He didn't win anything. Walton won one with the Blazers and then was a sixth man with Bird's team in, what, 86? Okay. Like, is Kevin McHale great because he won championships? Is Robert Parrish great because he won championships? Or is somebody not great because they didn't win championships? Uh, Drives me crazy, but hey, it's a slow time here, so... Allowed me to chew up 10 minutes there. Yes, Paulie. I scrolled through the list and when I, on these lists, if I have to stop and think about it, that's kind
1: of when I know I've reacted to something. Giannis Adetokounmpo is the 27th ranked NBA player of all time. He's had three great seasons. Not, not eight or nine or ten, but he, he is currently top three on He should
0: earth. not be in the top fifty. But he's
1: ahead of guys like John Stockton, who had 15 All-Star seasons, or Allen Iverson, or Isaiah Thomas, and John Havlicek, and there, there has to be something for longevity.
0: Is Stockton it, ahead of Isaiah Thomas? Yes. Is Steve Nash ahead of
1: Isaiah? They're thirty and thirty-one. He is just ahead of Isaiah Thomas. That's wrong. Steve Nash had a, a
0: run though for about seven years where he was awesome, spectacular, absolutely. Love watching. Didn't win anything. Isaiah at least won. I got. I can I do I factor in winning with some guys and not winning with other guys? I I don't understand that. I, people don't like Isaiah. I get it. It hasn't helped with the recency bias with the, you know, the last dance and Jordan's reaction to Isaiah Thomas, and then everybody's coming out of the woodwork and saying they didn't like Isaiah Thomas. I get it. I'm not a fan of Isaiah Thomas's, But the basketball player? I can't argue that. He was great. Steve Nash? Loved watching him. Steve Nash, not a better basketball player than Isaiah Thomas. And this is where it gets back to, we denigrate players. Arr! Yes,
1: Bob. Here's a couple more. Bill Russell is considered the fourth best basketball player of all time. You knew
0: this was going to happen, Seaton. <laughs> did did you just bark? Arr! I did. I think <laughs> I, I think I growled. See, I don't that, know. I've been dealing with this all morning. Arr! I know. I've been pacing back and forth before the show. Do you see this
1: list, Paul? I'm like, no. I need my old meal. <laughs> Okay, Bill Russell is the fourth-ranked NBA player of all time. That's based off winning, right? Yes. Comple- not completely, but heavily.
0: Russell didn't have great numbers. He was he was a, a, a decent scorer and a great rebounder and an unbelievable defensive presence. But do I consider him the top five? No, I don't. And he won. He was a winner. Why is it nobody else on the Celtics who won all those titles are included in, you know... Top 10 players of all time. Top 15 players of all time. I mean, Casey Jones, Sam Jones, Sach Sanders, Havelcheck. are they included in there? And the answer's no. Bill Russell was a wonderful player and the ultimate team player and the team winner. He's not a top five player of all time.
1: Yeah, Paul. I have another one that I think is going to bother you, and this is real specific. In the number two spot all time is LeBron James. Yeah. He's obviously top Ten easily. Yeah. But number three is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Who would you prefer to have in their prime? You. So would I rather have LeBron or Kareem? In their prime as your first pick on your team to start your franchise.
0: Because I know your answer. Well, I would take Kareem. Yes, I, I just, I think Kareem, if you saw him, there was no, what am I doing? They got me. ESPN got me again. They had the stupid college basketball poll. That the wasn't razor. the
1: title of it. It was not it title, was. the stupid bet. Yes, I checked it. It was not the stupid yeah. bet. Oh, All right.
0: Anybody else on that list that I need to be upset about? I, I, I breezed through it because I, I swore I was not going to do it. Because Paulie goes, hey, top 74 list. I go, of what? Uh, ESPN, NBA player. I go, no, 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 I can't. Now you should look at it. Why? Mm, you may not like some things. Yes, Seton. This—the uh, unofficial name of this list was "50 Lakers and 24 Other Guys." <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a few Lakers in there. There are a few. Yeah. I was surprised that other there are other franchises in the NBA. Kevin Durant is ahead of Jerry West. Does that bother
1: you? I can
0: look at your face. No. I let, let me wait till yeah, I. I'm okay with that. I think Durant is one of the great players of all time, and maybe let's see how he comes back from the injury. But he could be, you know, a top fifteen player of all time. I, I I'm okay with that. Um, and he's made himself better. He's not one dimensional. Um, who else is in there? Is, is Russell Westbrook ahead of Jerry West? <laughs> Where's Chris Paul in there? He is. Um, he's a little higher than I think he should be. He's the fortieth ranked NBA player of all time. Okay. Never won anything. Now, once again, I don't know if that fa- factors in. Does that mean anything? Because we love to lead with that. Man, he was a winner.
1: Chris Paul is ahead of Rick Barry.
0: Uh, Chris Paul is not a better player than Rick Barry. Rick Barry single-handedly won an NBA title. Look at the of teams that have won a title. Look at the Golden State Warriors when Rick Barry won that title with him. Because they had Clifford Ray and Derek Dickey. Uh, they, they had a, a couple of good guards, but that wasn't a great team at all. Al Addles, the head coach. Was that 74-75? Yeah, yeah they, I think they swept the bullets. Yeah, you're right. Rick Barry, Butch Beard, Clifford Ray, Jamal Wilkes. Silk Wilkes was a good player. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah, McLevin.
2: One that got a lot of attention, Dr. J was 15. But people thought was too high. Uh, I, I'm not sh- obviously biased, but is that because early Dr. J was a little better than late Dr. J?
0: If you're factoring in his ABA career, absolutely. Like Dr. J was, we, we, we had never seen Jordan. Some of us had seen Dr. J and watching him in a game against the Kentucky Colonels, ABA. And the Kentucky Colonels were great. That was a Dan Issel-led team. They had a wonderful team: Artis Gilmore, Louis Dampier, and Doctor J was. Stu- he's like, there was one guy who was playing a different game than everybody else, and that was Doc. He wasn't as polished as today's stars are. You know, his mid-range jumper and all those things, and you know, but he he was a phenomenon. He was a force, a tour de force, is what they would say. Yes, Seton O'Connor. I was wondering where Zion was on the list. <laughs> Checking, could you check where uh, the Ball brothers are? Is Is Lamelo on there yet? Lonzo is just for his Laker career because he was a Laker. Yeah, I'm just saying. I think uh, Zion at 19,
3: a little low, <laughs> <laughs> a little low.
1: Uh, is Trey Young on there? He's not. Reggie, no. Reggie Miller, 49. Reg was a great player. Reggie Miller's ahead of James Worthy. That's a chip. Big game, James. Ooh,
0: I know. Mm, man, I love James Worthy. James
1: Worthy. If you look at his stats, he he wasn't the focal point. He you know he shared the ball a lot. He was you know, he he was consistent.
0: Boy, when he was out on the break though, thunder unstoppable. Out on the break, he was getting it, and you weren't stopping him. Um, yeah, I get, see. I don't want to get back to this where I start criticizing or saying this guy's better than this guy. Like it pains me to say Bill Russell is not a, he's not a top ten player. Now, if you say his career and his accomplishments, okay. But I, if you said, hey, these are the players who are available for an open draft. Bill Russell is probably not going to be one of the guys you take. And he couldn't, in today's game, Bill Russell wouldn't be the same. Now, would he change? Would he evolve? Yes, he would. These are the, Kareem wouldn't have to change. Kareem would be still unstoppable. He would even add, a, you know, a little bit more to his jumper, you know, stretch it out a little bit. He'd still be dominating, but you know, would Wilt be the same player? He wouldn't, but he would evolve. He would be somebody different. He didn't have a good shot, he was just seven feet, two seventy-five, and he dominated people. The game was different back then. Where's Steph Curry on this list? He's Crit- way high. Top twenty. Checking, hold on. All right. By the way, this program brought to you by Legal Zoom. They make it easy to set up the right estate plan without leaving your home. Take care of your family today. The right estate plan at legalzoom.com. Chris Mannix will join us coming up. We'll talk about the NBA. I mean, they're doing their best. They're chipping away at trying to come back. So Mannix will join us coming up in a little bit. Mike Brabel, the Tennessee Titans head coach, will join us. As well, yes, Pauling.
1: If you guys don't know, where would you guess that Steph Curry is right now on the top seventy-four players of all time? Just throw out where you think he'd be. What number? What spot?
2: I'm going to say thirty-one.
0: Okay. I was going to go. I initially, thought nineteen. Um, I'll I'll stay with nineteen. Steph Curry is
1: thirteen. He's ahead of Dr. J. He's okay. ahead of Jerry West, Carl Malone,
0: mm. ahead of Dirk Nowitzki. But he won. See, that's the key. Ahead of Scottie Pippen. If, ahead... he, if he doesn't win, then he's just a, you know, that he's, he's fun to watch. Yes, he. Not only did he win, though, but he's one of those few game changers. Yeah. The game was different before he entered the league, and it's, it's different after, you know? Well, he has changed the game. I mean, how many guys in the history of the sport changed the game? But you can say that about Steph Curry. History will be very kind to Steph Curry, and they should. Yes, McLovin.
4: And I'm
2: a little worried that you're getting too worked up over this topic, so I thought maybe we'd go in a different direction. Yesterday's social media <laughs> debate, greatest American <laughs> rock band, non so you don't get worked up uh,
0: over that. <laughs> Just to calm you down. Don't do this to me. I'm very fragile <laughs> right now. I'm Should there. we pull
1: out the, the college basketball ranking with Zion? Up there too, just to put we, you over the top. We mm. have the 12 greatest sportscaster hair rankings
0: mm. as well. No, oh, I know I'm in that. <laughs> That's where I, I forget who asked me. It might have been Keith Oberman. He goes, uh, hey, what do you think of the ESPN Sports Center anchor rankings? And I go, I know what you're talking about. He goes, and then he was like, put question mark there. I'm like, I like, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't see the rankings for Sports Center anchors. Is it recently? Somebody said, "Oh, you lost to Scott Van Pelt." I go, "Good, <laughs> good for Scott." I don't, I don't care. You know, the older I get, the better I was. I'm fine. You know, just, but right now there's going to be some guy who's just like, you know, what? I was, I was there to see both of them. I saw Dan. I saw Scott. <laughs> yeah, and, I saw Oberman. I saw them all do live television. Yes. you weren't there. Yep, and that's what you you need to have somebody. <laughs> Instead of somebody from the big lead who's like you know twenty four who's going to say you know <laughs> Adnan Verk uh, he's going to get my vote there <laughs> Randolph K Scott Randy Scott is going to get me. hey you know what I saw him he turned to that Fraser game too game was different after yeah. Randy he was a game changer he's the Giannis of the yeah. Sports center, center yeah Sports Center was a whole lot different back I then was there. yeah. <laughs> let's take a break. We'll come up with a let's poll. Let's keep going. No, I got to, I'm going to go, I'm going to hit the stop sign. I'm going to abide by it. <laughs> There's a stop sign. I'm going to, I'm not going to ease through the stop sign. Chris Mannix will join us. And then we'll, we'll actually talk about something that is real. And that is the NBA players trying to get back. And what is this time frame? And does he think if they do play, will there be an asterisk attached to whoever wins the championship? Especially if it's LeBron. 23 after the hour. This is The Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to The Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Chris Mannix will join us on Loan from Sports Illustrated. John in Louisiana joins us. Hey, John, what's on your mind?
4: Hey Dan, how are you? I tell you what, I gotta tell you, I'm big, been listening to Sports Talk Radio a long time. Uh, Everyone's fallen off the wayside. You're the only one left that I listen to. I think you're the best. I love the Danettes. It's a show I look forward to every day. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not really that big on these lists thing they put out. But you just said something in the last segment that I just felt compelled to talk to. I grew up in Phoenix. I was 14 years old when the Suns were born and an expansion team. And I've lived, as you well know, a pretty frustrating life as a lifelong Phoenix Suns fan. And when you said... Isaiah should be ahead of Steve Nash simply because he hasn't won anything. I just took exception to that because I think you're a little too smart for that.
0: Well, no, John, John, here's the thing. I don't know what the criteria was. Is it winning? Is it statistics? Steve Nash was a wonderful player, but I we seem to value winning on this list, but then Isaiah did win, but... Then you have John Stockton and Steve Nash ranked ahead of him. That's all. I, I don't know what, it, what, what we're basing this off of. If you said I could have Steve Nash and you have Isaiah or the other way around, that's fine. John Stockton, okay. I, just, I think Isaiah's is getting punished here because this is recency biased of what happened in the last dance, the Jordan documentary. That's all, John. But uh, thank you for the kind words that you had to say there. Oh, this list. I'm looking at the entire list here. Greatest, 74 greatest players of all time by ESPN. What if I just said this is regular season? So, so winning didn't matter. So here. it's playing ability. Just playing ability. Does that change things? Because Bill Russell's not in the top five, not in the top 10, not in the top 20. Might not even be on the list. But with the championships, that changes. The fact that that Russell Westbrook Jr. the third is ranked higher than Rick Barry is embarrassing. It it is. I mean, Rick Barry could score with anybody. He won a title with one of the worst teams that ever went to the finals and won a title. Now I'm getting fired up here. Let me bring in uh, Chris Mannix. This will calm me down. Hey Mannix, how are you? Hey Dan. <laughs> Have you looked at this list? Do you care about this list? Not
2: especially, um, but listening to what you're saying, I'm sure I'll disagree because I mean, look, no disrespect to the Russells and, and you know, the Rick Barrys and, and the guys that played in that era. And you can certainly argue that if they were if they benefit from the training of today's game, they'd be different and more improved players, but you're going to tell me that Rick Barry had any shot at doing anything with Russell Westbrook? Like, no way. Like Russell Westbrook would eat him alive in any competition possible.
0: Well, no, we're we're not playing one on one here. What are you talking about? If that was the, the, I mean, Kareem would win this because he would back everybody down and and score over them. Like, it's it's not one on one.
2: Uh, I mean, I, well, I I dispute that too. I mean, like, okay, like Kareem, yeah, there's there's ways of winning one on one, but that, that's neither. Okay. I, I agree with your sentiment, okay. But like, do, do you remember what Russell Westbrook did that first MVP that MVP year? Like, that team was bad, and you know, Russell Westbrook went out and propelled them to like forty three, forty four wins after losing, you know, arguably the best player in the game. You know, certainly one of the top three in Kevin Durant. I mean, that's a pretty impressive team accomplishment, Dan. Like to have a limited- a
0: look at the Golden State Warriors when they won the NBA title, Chris. If if we're going to make this about Rick Barry and Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook hasn't accomplished anything other than a hey, average a triple double. Okay, great. He did it a couple of times. Great. If that's the case, James Harden's one of the top fifteen players. I don't. I, 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 Durant belongs up there. Russell Westbrook is a phenomenon. But he's one of the great players of all time that he's better than Rick Barry. is silly. It is. It's silly.
2: You think if, like, you plopped Russell Westbrook onto those Rick Barry teams, they'd be worse?
0: I, 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 we're arguing one against one here. Is is Russell Westbrook one of the greatest athletes to ever play the game? Yes, he is. I'll give you that. Is he one of the greatest basketball players? I guess he's not better than Rick Barry. This doesn't have anything to do with, oh, look at that physical specimen. I'm sure no, he's right. better than John Havlicek, your beloved Boston Celtics there. Who would you rather have, Russell Westbrook or John Havlicek?
2: It, it, I mean, it just depends on what your... No, their careers. Like, it's, hard, it's hard. Their, their careers? Well, John yeah. Havlicek, because he okay. won Okay, okay. And- it's, it's all, but my argument is based on championships. And by the way, John Havlicek, pretty good selection of teammates he had around him for most of his career. Like that—that that was a great team that he was a part of. Many Russell of Westbrook Celtics
0: had James Harden and Kevin Durant, and they didn't want to stay in Oklahoma City.
2: Uh, well, I mean, we we can split hairs on like the the hard like. Hard, I mean, you really want to go back to Harden. Like, of, of course, he at the time he wanted to stay, he wanted to get paid. And privately, Oklahoma City officials will tell you that was the biggest mistake that they made, not maxing out James Harden and going into the luxury tax uh, that year they offered him. That was a That had nothing to do with All right, with, we're, we're getting off track here because I. Well, hold on, hold on. Just one, one thing, Dan. One thing on this. One, okay. Real quick. Like, you know, accomplishments. There was a time. When averaging the triple double was like Joe DiMaggio's hitting streak. Like there was a time when nobody was going to do what Oscar Robertson did, and then Russell Westbrook comes along and does it three times. Like that—that's a—that's an incredible
0: accomplishment. He's the most ball dominant player of all time. Now him and him and Harden—the most ball. Do- Are you trying to tell me if Magic wanted to average a triple double? If Bird wanted to average a triple double? Like t- today's player is about. Stats, it's about, you know, look at what I'm doing. They didn't, Magic and Bird didn't give a damn. Are you trying to tell me me LeBron is is, averaging a triple double? Do you really think Larry Bird went, hey, how many assists do I need for a triple double? Come you on.
2: don't think you don't think this year, Dan, it crossed LeBron's mind to average triple double. You don't think he, he's leading the league in assist as the game stop? He's over ten per
0: game. No, no, I think, think it's it, I think it's leading the league in assist. I think that was important for him, absolutely. But are you trying to you tell me think, LeBron couldn't average a triple double every single year?
2: He hasn't. <laughs> like what? Like you don't think he hasn't tried? Like you don't think this has been in his mind ever? come on let's get real like of course like LeBron like LeBron's the guy that's been chafing at not winning MVPs over the year I've talked to Laker teammates I wrote a story about this a month ago where I've asked them like does the MVP matter to LeBron and ever to a man they all say it did so individual accomplishments and accolades of course they matter to him well
0: yeah they do of course you want to win an MVP I, I can understand that at his age yes absolutely I understand that that's no big secret I don't know why. You're, why you're am I yelling sit, at you? You're
2: going to sit there, though. You're going to sit there, though, Dan, and call. Look, I agree Russell Westbrook is ball-dominant, but, like, he did spend most of his career playing with Kevin Durant, and that's another ball-dominant player, so... Like, it's not like he had that one year or a couple of years where he had to do literally everything. But beyond that, he did have to share responsibility with top-level players,
0: including this past one. Just look at what Rick Barry did when he won the title. Look at, it. look at his scoring days that he had when he was in the ABA and the NBA. He was one of the great passers of all time.
2: So, so Russell Westbrook can't pass when he averages he can. more than he, 10 He's a
0: ball-dominant player. He's a yeah, I, I agree one with of that, the top three of all time. Look at the numbers. Ball dominant. You got to do stuff with where, it. Where does Where does Kobe rank on that list of ball dominant players? Where does Michael rank
2: on that list of ball dominant players? How How, how many years? Not does like Russell going Westbrook. On? Not I Mike. agree. Not like Westbrook. But let's not pretend there's a Grand Canyon sized gap between these players as ball dominance.
0: You would rather have Kobe over Russell Westbrook. You'd rather have Mike over Russell Westbrook. I mean, come on. Yes. I don't want this to be about no, Russell we're not, Westbrook. We're talking I said. Rick
2: Barry, though. I, but
0: I'm just saying he won. He won. Okay.
2: So even Bill Wennington. has got three championships. Great. Like, I mean, really,
0: really, that's your comeback. You're better than that.
2: I'm just saying I I am. But like, I'm just can't say we can't say Rick Barry's better than Russell Westbrook because he won. Because you haven't put Russell Westbrook on the teams that Rick
0: Barry had. Rick Barry is a better, a better player, in my opinion. That's all. It's just my opinion. You see, I've seen the guys on the list. All right. Name. I didn't see Mike in play and I didn't see Bill Russell play. I've seen them all and i can make an educated assessment of what i see with their games. Rick Barry was a spectacular player. I'll leave it at that. I'm sorry if i hurt your feelings with Russell Westbrook <laughs> Jr. the 3rd who is, you know, going to win a title i'm sure with the Rockets this year. By the way, does the team that wins the title this year get an asterisk by their name?
2: Not if there are not if the playoff format stays the same. Um, and that was a takeaway from the Friday call with the players that the NBA wanted to have a best of seven beginning with round one. I understand it'll be in a neutral location. I understand it'll be different. But if you maintain the integrity of the playoff length, no. There's no asterisk. No more than there would be an asterisk in the 99-2000 season or any of the work-stoppage seasons.
0: Yeah, right. I, I, that, I think the season has the asterisk. The team shouldn't be saddled with an asterisk. It's a level playing field for everybody here, like it or not. And, and, and I agree. Hey, we agreed on something there. Now, hey. the likelihood of basketball returning with what happened with the commissioner, with this phone call, was there an informal poll that was taken about coming back? So give us some details here on what's true and what's not.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, look, uh, everything's true that you mentioned. There have been player representatives that have been informally polling players via text message to ask them if they wanted to continue with the season. Now, I I talked to several players about this who basically said it's not as simple as yes or no. I mean, there's, there's variables here. There's, you know, what do you do with a positive test? What does the season look like? Where are we playing? Like if you in a, in a fundamental way, yes, everybody wants to finish the season like for for no other reason, they want to get paid like and that's the the biggest part of all this, but it, it was a strange poll to put out without having all the variables accounted for. I, I would say this the, the other interesting piece of news that I don't think is getting enough attention is that the nBA in select cities is allowing for asymptomatic testing. And that to me is a significant moving of the goalposts Hmm. on where the NBA initially, what they were telling me privately and other people privately, was where they they thought they needed to be in order to start the season. Like they thought they, they, initially it was like, we have to have testing that's just widely available. Asymptomatic testing for whoever wants it. Basically you can walk into a CVS and get tested symptomatic or not. We're clearly not there yet. But for the NBA to tell, I think it's Orlando and the two LA teams, I'm sure it's going to be many more in the days and weeks to come. But for them to say asymptomatic testing is okay right now in this current climate, that tells me that they're changing that criteria for, for what it needs to be when they come back.
0: I'm also wondering how far can they go into the calendar year here, Chris, with you know how long do they stretch it out before it affects next season
2: oh it's another good point because that's another probably the 1a takeaway i had in the last four or five days from these calls and and um and information that's that's coming out it's abundantly clear that the nba and their owners don't give a damn about when they start next season and if that's the case you can keep kicking the can down the road. I mean, I know there was a report and and I haven't talked to anybody this morning about it yet about, you know, two to four weeks they'll make a decision. That that's the ultimate artificial deadline. I mean, if in two to four weeks they're not ready to make a decision, if they don't care when next season starts, and for obvious reasons, crowds, whatever, they really don't, they can say, Well, we're gonna push to mid July and even like August. Like I have some players that firmly believe that they'll go into mid to late October with the season if they have to to get it done. So With that knowledge in hand, that's what makes me feel even stronger today than I did last week, that they'll find a way to finish the season.
0: I didn't even get to the Jordan documentary. And we wasted all this time on the greatness of Rick Barry. Yeah.
2: Greatness of Russell Westbrook.
0: You know what? I know you're not doing anything. You're quarantined, probably in Vermont. Why don't you do some research on Rick Berry and then you come back with a book report oh, and go. apologize, I, I, okay?
2: I, I, I apologize not being chronologically old enough to have seen Rick Barry play. My, my bad.
0: You know what? Why don't you be older, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> it's good to talk to you. All right, Dan. Thank you. That's Chris Mannix, Sports <laughs> Illustrated senior writer. All right, Dan. See, this is what happens. We woke him up for that. Oh no, he's he's woke now. That's for sure. We we end up, you know, denigrating people. This is what happens with these lists. This guy's better than this guy. I know. I did sound like the get off your lawn guy with Rick Berry. I just I saw Rick Barry play, he, and and that team won a title. I don't. It, how much does that matter? He won a title.
1: Yeah, Paul. Is there a chance, again, I had, did not see Rick Barry play except for highlights, that Rick Barry and Russell Westbrook were similar players at their peak where they were doing it all themselves and they really didn't have a lot of help and one got a title and one didn't. But otherwise, they had similar careers a little bit. Russ can't can't shoot.
0: He did score 31 points a game, though. Yeah, but he can't shoot. In today's NBA, you can shoot as much as you want and you have the ball the whole time. Look, at, Rick Barry was a wonderful, wonderful shooter. One of the great free throw shooters of all time, a great passer there. I don't know. Let me take a break here. I need a TO. I need I need a timeout here. We'll take a break, play of the days next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon eastern, six to nine Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at youtube.com slash the Dan Patrick Show. I know what's going to happen. I'm going to hear from people saying, oh, "I can't believe what you said about such and such." I'm guilty of it. I am. I hate it, but I'm guilty of it. Gary in Las Vegas. Hey, Gary, what do you have for me today? Uh, I
3: I think I'm supposed to say five seven one
0: hundred and thirty five.
3: Okay. Anyway, uh, or I could say six six two forty, but it is five seven one thirty five. Okay. Listen here, man. I'm a long time listener. I, I really love your show. It helps get me through the mornings, especially these last couple of Give me the butt, Gary. Give me the butt. My,
0: brother. The man, butt. my, my <laughs> brother,
3: Bill Russell is not a top 10 player. Let me just say this Have you ever seen the videotape of Russell grabbing a rebound, full speed dribbling the ball up the court, and literally leaping over? A front court defender leaping over him and dropping the ball in the basket. The dude won 11 championships on great teams. He won two championships in college. Red Auerbach certainly understood he was the heart, soul, glue,
0: and great player Absolutely. But, that we're, team. but I'm, 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 Gary, I understand it. He was, you can say, had the greatest career. He's He's not a top 10 player. He's just not. And thank you for the phone call. Thank you for your honesty with your height and weight. Bill Russell was a limited offensive player. He was brilliant defensively. He understood the team concept as well as anybody. And that's why he's on these lists. He won every place he went. It wasn't a coincidence. He understood the game. He had a great coach. And he had great players around him, too. You know, at one point, I think he had eight Hall of Famers on the roster. Guys didn't even start became Hall of Famers. And look, I, you get into this, and then all of a sudden I'm criticizing Bill Russell. Like, who am I to criticize Bill Russell? Other than I'm just assessing the talents that he had. If I took away the the, what you did in the postseason and made this just about the regular season, what would this list look like? I I mean, the postseason. Dominique Wilkins never won anything. If I make this the regular season, does that change anything? Is it just talent? You know, Chris Mannix was trying to argue Russell Westbrook's talent. He's probably one of the most top ten most athletic players I've ever seen. Love watching him play. He's just not Rick Barry. All right. Mike Vrabel, Titans head coach, will join us coming up. More phone calls on this as well. One hour in the books, two more to go. Dan Patrick Show.